Welcome to First Sunday, a gathering of like-minded spirits. My name is Janice, and my sister Messina and I have hosted this fellowship for over 25 years. We generally meet once a month in person. However, because of the pandemic, we have created this podcast until we can meet again. Good morning, good afternoon, good day. So wonderful to be with you, First Sunday family. I'm going to do our opening, and I'd like to ask you to join me. So take a nice deep breath, get yourself comfortable as we open this space to begin our first Sunday. In the name of the Mother, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we bless this space with holy white protective light. In the name of the Mother, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we bless this space with holy white protective light. In the name of the Mother, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we bless this space with holy white protective light for the work of God. In the name of the Mother, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we bless this space with holy white protective light for the work of God. Father, Mother, God, most merciful, Most loving spirit, I surrender today to the consciousness of the Most High God, the God within me, within us, the consciousness of the living word, the living spirit, the living presence, which never dies and always is alive and well. I surrender today to accept the covenant of God that is this world of mine, to live, to be, to have, to hold to live a life of fulfillment, to live a life of success and enlightenment, to live a life of passion, love, and fortune, to live a life of fun, of joy, of happiness, and to live a life of abundance, realizing dreams, wishes, desires, and visions, and able and capable to reveal this covenant here on earth. I embrace the boldness of life, the authority of life, the beginning, the process and completion of each endeavor. I know that in every step I take, God is walking with me, talking with me, revealing the perfect decisions to make. I am one with this omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent God. I feel the strength the might, the love of God here and now. So I clothe myself in this feeling and know that wherever I am, God is. The truth I know for global heart community, our community, family, friends, affiliates, and everyone who desires to reveal more of themselves in this place called life. For this awareness and so much more, I am forever grateful In this acceptance of gratitude, I rest in thee. And so it is. And this is taken from an agape uh, teacher, Wallene Watson Wilfong. Now we generally go into our announcements. And the only thing that I can announce that I'm sure of is that Ivy Hilton, with her beautiful voice and her wonderful presence, presenting a weekly Facebook Live meditation, Certainly worth looking into. You will not be disappointed. 
And also, Ayanla is uh, doing a daily message on Facebook called Antiviral Messaging, I believe. If you ever listen to Ayanla, you'll absolutely adore this. And there's one other thing that I wanted us not to forget. Uh, Girl Trek is doing things on Facebook as well. They've had guests such as Nikki Giovanni and Angela Davis. Uh, Then they had the daughters of uh, Dr. Shabazz and Dr. King. Those are also good programming to listen to, you and the family. And today I'm going to start off with a message that we sent out. I'm not sure that everyone got it, so I want to start from there. Uh, We sent in April, and this is when things were really kicking off. Our mayor and the governors of Maryland and Virginia asked everyone to shelter in place. Janice and I wanted to honor that request. While we're living through this health challenge, we'd like to offer that you take time to slow down, rest, and take good care of yourself and your families. Eat well. Eat well-balanced meals as much as possible. Drink hot beverages, ginger, peppermint teas, fresh lemon water, oranges, vitamin C. The whole thought in our minds is to keep your immune system up. Keep all bodily systems moving and flowing. Practice what we know. Pray, meditate, read books that relax your mind. Know that God is still in charge. Pray for clarity, patience. Pray to keep your mind clear. This too shall pass. Please don't allow yourself to move into fear. Limit the amount of time you watch the news, listen to the radio, or read the newspaper about this health challenge. Stay in touch with updates. However, be mindful of reruns. The same information on the morning news, the afternoon, and the evening, and night news. Know that we love you and miss you. Peace be with you, Janice and Messina. Finding things to do under the new regimen of our day is what we really wanted to talk about. Uh, how we want to spend the time, what this time is allowing us to discover. Understanding that we are being challenged to overhaul what used to be a routine day. We no longer can instantly respond to like a random call to action, maybe grabbing the keys and hopping the car and make a quick mall run. That doesn't happen. We don't stop on the way home from work to pick up a variety of weekend snacks anymore. Now we need a plan. Is it senior shopping hours at the grocery store now? Where are your disposable masks? Where's your reusable mask? Is it clean? Did you grab your hand sanitizer? It's a new world order and a brand new day, so how are we going to order our new steps? Maybe first by figuring out what we really, truly need inside and outside of our homes. And so Messina is going to give us some information on what we need to be doing with that time that we're spending inside. And just what we were discussing and feeling this time is about self-love, love for your families, love for your community, and it's showing up in that way. So in keeping with that, I'm sharing. Now I'm going to read from Susan Taylor's book, All About Love. Simplify your life. Every day, do something to simplify your life, and you will be happier, healthier, a kinder person living in this holy moment and not worrying about the next. Our hectic lives are calling us to learn how to live more simply while achieving what we need and desire. But living simply isn't easy when we're addicted to excess. 
believing and more and bigger and faster and better. There's no peace in the perpetual pursuit, no room to experience the sweetness and the joy of living when we are constantly doing. These are some helpful ways to simplify our overextended lives. Know what you value. Monitor what you give your time and attention to. If you value spiritual growth, family time, building up savings, and staying healthy, then the work you choose to do and how you spend your leisure time should support those activities. Otherwise, you may find yourself in the mall when you should be in the gym or working weekends instead of chilling with your family. Prioritize. Put fewer things on your daily schedule and set up a more realistic time frame for each task. Believing we must do everything now puts an unnecessary pressure on us. Don't plan to run an errand during a lunch hour if you're going to take more time than you have. Well, it's not our lunch hour now. Many times it's time to run to the store. So we want to have a peaceful time around going to the store and not rushing and picking up things we don't need and forgetting the things we do need. Double the time you believe a task will take and you'll be less stressed. Enjoy the process more and finish with time to spare. Regard every activity as a spiritual experience. You don't need to be in solitude or in the house of worship to feel God's presence. You feel the presence of the Most High the moment you remember that Holy Spirit is the breath of life. Simplify simply remembering to breathe deeply and rhythmically as we go about our day keeps us God conscious. In the larger view, each activity is a spiritual experience, attending a meeting, taking care of children, studying, cooking, helping an elder. Each moment is an opportunity to practice the virtues and of patience and kindness, forgiveness, and above all, love. They are essential to our spiritual development. Separate yourself from negative people and unhealthy relationships. Choose to be with people who believe in you and encourage you to grow. Again, at the time we're living in, where you're separating six feet apart, doing a lot of conversation, either through written or on the computer, you might find it a little easier to communicate with those you feel most important to communicate with. Again, separate yourself from negative people and unhealthy relationships. Choose to be with people who believe in you and encourage you to grow. Stay away from anyone who tears you down or always brings you the latest bad news. If you have tried unsuccessfully to fix the problem or relationship that's making you miserable, it's time to plan your exit. If you need help, Making the break, get counseling. There are all sorts of services, many of them free, to support you in the choice to move to a better place. Some of the work we have to do is hard and emotionally wrenching, but most of it can be done with another's loving hand on our shoulder. Clear the clutter. Ouch, this is really stepping on me. Take time over the next month to clean out your closets. 
handbags, drawers, kitchen cabinets, your car. Joyfully give away and sell things you've been hoarding and never used. Take a few minutes before buying anything new and ask yourself if it's something you really need. Reduce your expenses. Few things create more stress than having bills we cannot pay. Create and stick to a plan to pay off your bills. And you might try adopting this rule for everything except your home and your car. If you can't pay cash for it, pass on it. God didn't give us the gift of free will so that we would end up having a frenzied, pressured existence. When we simplify our lives, we become one with time. We see clearly which activities we should eliminate, how to do things more efficiently, and what can be handled by others. And we don't take on a task until we see how it serves God for our highest purpose. Every day, do something to simplify your life, and you will be happier, healthier, kinder person living in this holy moment and not worrying about the next. Fabulous. That Susan always has something good to say. Listening to uh, all the things that we're being asked to do, especially the separation and the uh, isolation part of it, it sometimes feels like a punishment to many people. Um, True. Yeah, but maybe it's time to take another look or maybe a different look, uh, a different view, a different perspective on what's being asked of us. I've been trying to find something positive to discover in all of this. And as we know, ask and it will be delivered. And for me, it was delivered via email from Gary Zukoff, who is the author of The Seed of the Soul. He has a three-part message titled The Miracle of the Coronavirus. Well, that title is exactly what I was looking for. And so I'm going to read um, part two. uh, And it begins with, Dear Spiritual Partner, The longer we are isolated, the more we want to be together. But we do not gather because we love the people we are isolating ourselves from. That's why we are isolating. So the coronavirus is showing us new ways to express our love, creative ways ingenious ways, joyful ways that expand the bounds of co-creativity and redefine togetherness. The coronavirus is showing us how shallow were so many of our relationships that we thought were deep. Before the coronavirus shaped our lives, we exchanged countless hugs, blew countless air kisses, and smiled countless smiles that really contained no inner warmth. Now, in our isolation, we are beginning to see that togetherness is more than these things. When I was addicted to random relationships, I thought it was the ultimate experience of togetherness until I realized that the women I was attracted to and who were attracted to me did not care about me any more than I cared about them. They were all replaceable to me, and I was replaceable to all of them. Said more accurately, I was not able to distinguish love from fear, and so I thought that need was love, and finding and having was love fulfilled. Now we are each in our own way, beginning to see that many of the experiences we thought were love fulfilled were actually need fulfilled. When need is satisfied, it returns, and often soon. We did not recognize this important clue that what we felt 
was more than it appeared to be. It was an insatiable need to fill an emptiness, to mask a deep pain that would not leave and would not lessen. That is the pain of powerlessness. The pain of powerlessness is the pain of not being chosen for the team. It's wanting to belong and not belonging, wanting to be loved and not feeling lovable, wanting to love and not feeling able to love, not wanting others to see you the way you see yourself, or they would not want to be with you. It is a feeling intrinsically defective, inherently flawed. All of us have the pain of powerlessness. And I think that's why right now we have this very big divide between why do we have to wear a mask? I'm not wearing a mask. Why can't we go to church? I don't want to stay home. Why can't they open the stores? It is a feeling of powerlessness. Somebody else is calling all the shots. And for some people, even if it's not in their best interest, just the fact that someone else is saying this is what you will do and will not do causes this kind of a break. So, when we do not recognize that this is an internal dynamic, we experience it as caused by the world. And the remedy for it is to change the world. Now, we all know the change that we want to see in the world begins with us. When consciousness of this dynamic is entirely lacking, the result is an irresistible hunger that will not cease. It is the hunger for meaning, for admiration, for understanding, for love disguised as hunger or shopping or alcohol or success and many others. These things come into focus in isolation. We long for others, not for what others can do for us or to us, We long for the closeness that is absent when we are absent from our lives. We see the value of others, and it is beyond all that we could ever have imagined. We see Italians singing to one another from balconies, Swiss villagers projecting flags of other countries onto a mountain, thanking all of us that we are in this together. We see New Yorkers filling the concrete canyons of their city with cheers, for nurses and doctors and ambulance drivers, hospital janitors, technicians, and all who have the courage to risk their lives for others. Consider the Instacart delivery people. We see brave, bold, and beautiful individuals around the world of every culture and every color risking their health and their lives for the benefit of others, and we love them all. We see their beauty and their strength And we long to be as courageous and compassionate. And we can be. And we will be. When is for us to decide. They've made their decisions. Now we can make ours. The coronavirus is showing us all of this. This is the miracle of the coronavirus. And it's signed, Love, Gary. So, Gary had a very good message. I thought it was perfect. It was absolutely excellent. Yeah. It just reminds us how much we need to spend time with ourselves looking at the things we choose to experience. Absolutely. And it also, for me, it gives me time to remember things that when I'm too busy to allow myself to know what I know, it gives me time to remember. So... During this time of challenge, take a moment to remember the lessons that we all learned early on. Focus on what you have. 
the world does not owe you. Strength is owning and studying your own mistakes. You always have something to offer. And most of all, don't ever forget where your blessings come from. Because optimism can turn fear into faith. And when I saw the word optimism, it reminded me of uh, there is an international group, the Optimist Club. And when they meet, uh, just like some other groups that have their pledge or have their opening prayer, they have what's called the Optimist International Creed. And it says, I promise myself to be so strong that nothing can disturb my peace of mind, to talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person I meet, to make all my friends feel like there is something in them, to look at the sunny side of everything and make my optimism come true, to think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best, to be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as I am about my own, to forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future, to wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature I meet a smile, to give so much time to the improvement of myself, I have no time to criticize others, to be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. And that is the Optimist International Creed. Wow, that sounds like something we'd like to adapt and, and speak to on a daily basis. So now that we have all those good thoughts swirling around, we're going to take a few minutes and uh, have a lovely meditation. Okay, now we will begin to prepare ourselves for meditation. Stand up a moment, stretch, breathe, stretch again. And when you're complete, have a nice seat, feet flat on the floor, close together, palms up, resting on your legs. As we begin to take a nice, deep breath. Inhale, perfect and divine love. Exhale, anything unlike it. Inhale, perfect and divine peace. And exhale, anything unlike it. When you take your nice deep breath in, breathe in through the nose. And when you exhale, exhale through the mouth. As we take another deep breath in, inhale, perfect and divine peace of mind. And exhale anything unlike it. as we allow ourselves to be here now, leaving behind any part of the day, leaving everything behind until we arrived at this very moment. 
Relax your jaws. Relax your tongue. Relax your shoulders. Just be present at this moment. Allow the instruments and the music. Allow your breath. Allow any of those things to support you in going deeper and deeper. Remembering the only thing we need is love, forgiveness, and to release all of those things. Grateful that we're here. Grateful that we're together. Grateful that we're moving through this challenge easily and effortlessly. Nice deep breath in. Nice exhale out. Being grateful for this moment in time to gather together. To be one with the universe, one with spirit. To be present in this very present moment. come back to this peaceful moment any time of the day, allowing yourself to be still and know be still and know the presence of God is with you always and so it is bringing ourselves right back to this present moment I want to thank you for joining us in this moment in time together. And please look out for another occasion when we will gather together and love you. We do, we do. And as we um, close out, um, I was uh, trying to think of what was reminding me of, um, in a positive way, of what we're dealing with now. And besides reading, which I love, Music is my greatest love. And I thought of Curtis Mayfield, and uh, I think it was the last album he recorded, Brand New Day, Brand New Wo- Brave New World. I can't remember what the title was, but um, it was a new world order. That's what it is, because that's what made me think of this. And there's a part in it where he says, um, We are many with eyes, but don't all really see. Beware of the lies and the false prophecies. There's still light in the world, and come rejoice with me. It's a new day. And so we're going to go out with Curtis letting us know what the message of this isolation and coronavirus really is. We thank you so much, and we'll speak with you again. Peace and blessings.
She knows the sleeping giant is no longer sleeping dead. Oh, what a fulfillment of prophecy. Let us teach the children freedom's never been free. It's okay to cry. Go ahead and cry. Cause Jesus went, but hope and faith be kept. It's a new day. A brand new day. It's a new day.